0: Welcome to Fed Talks. I'm EJ. E.J. Fettus, in case you're new. That's that's why the, the name of the podcast is what it is. It's a pun. Um, actually I have some things to talk about this week. I'm very excited, so let's get to it. The uh most well, I say most important, that's a matter of opinion, uh, is if you listened last week, I mentioned my my, my brain fog, which apparently is a a symptom of covid uh, and first off, I'll just say that has not necessarily gotten better uh, and, in fact today i was i was coming home uh and i I couldn't pull into the the garage because something had fallen and i I got out of the car to put it back and then i headed back to my car and I I left the door open and I walked right into it like a bird flying into a window except it wasn't you know just the clear window I just walked into a door <laughs> which makes it sound like somebody's beating me and I'm covering for them but I assure you I just just walked into an open car door um, but uh, I had I've was sort of beyond, beyond the brain fog, I was, I was feeling sort of I, I've been kind of sick. there's been some just some just some stuff, you know, it's winter. it happens. but i was I was telling my friend Lana about it, and uh, like everything I mentioned that's wrong with me is apparently a COVID symptom, and she, I will be honest with you, bullied me into getting a test, uh, you know, just because I have symptoms. You couldn't see me do air quotes, but I assure you that's what happened just now. Uh and also pretty much my only uh the only time I seek any sort of medical medical attention is I pretty much have to be bullied into it. Uh <laughs> a couple of years ago I I had well, I still have. Uh here's where you learn a cool thing about me. Uh this weird this weird lump in my in my tummy. It was like the size and shape of a cell phone, but it felt like it was made of guts and it was right under my, my navel. Um, and obviously that seemed weird. And I just figured I'd I ride it out. Why go to a doctor? It's either going to get worse or it won't, you know, but uh, uh, Becky, the one who's sisters with Sam, uh, sisters with Sam. That's not what you say at all. Sam, Sam's sister. Sisters with Sam. That's the weird. What's the matter with me? Uh she bullied me into getting that checked by threatening t- to tell Lana that I had a weird tummy lump that I wasn't getting checked out. And that is pretty much how I approach healthcare. In that case it turned out to be and I quote the kind of hernia that most that mostly babies get. So it's something I I can get fixed, but it won't really be an issue if I don't. And one day I will, but obviously now is not a great hospital time. But I have a baby hernia, so that's cool. Um, Sort of a disaster when it comes to taking care of myself. Uh, It's it's pretty much bullying. uh, And... uh, my my friend summer uh told me horrible things about the icu and then promised made me promise i wouldn't wouldn't uh go to like restaurants during the pandemic and so it's basically that is the only reason i'm alive is is uh essentially a squad of people making sure i don't die <laughs> it, it it takes a village to raise a dipshit uh, <laughs> but so i i scheduled a, a test because like they were really hard to get in my area even even a month ago uh and now i guess now that the vaccine is cool nobody's worried about getting tested so it was much easier i could just do the drive-through at at a walgreens and i was i was i mean i was a little freaked out because obviously once you start uh getting tested it, then you start thinking oh maybe i actually have this and then every time i cough it's suddenly a source of 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 terror even though i've been coughing consistently since last february it's just it's just who i am i just I, i'm i'm weak and sickly i'm like if tiny tim were big uh and i was uh, you know and i was also freaked out about the test because it's you know, it's that swab, and I, I've always heard they put that swab way the heck up your nose. And I, that sound, sounded terrifying. But this is going to be a drive through thing, so I would have to do it. And I almost feel like it would be better if a, if a qualified adult did it, and I could just sort of like mentally check out and it's happening. But uh, I have to take an active hand in my own brain jabbing but they they and probably a lot of people have have been tested hopefully it's responsible you guys <laughs> it, it only took me 11 months in to uh you know and it's it's really complicated and it's all i mean it's not really complicated there's just all these small things like they're going to pass you things through a drive-through window and you can't touch certain things but you have to touch other things and you have to open it a certain way. They tell you you only have to put the swab an inch up your nose and circle it five times in each nostril, and that doesn't sound so bad. But when you actually put an inch in, in regards to your nose, it's that's still way up there. Like <laughs> I'm no I'm no nose doctor, but but an inch is a lot of nose. But uh, so I did it. I had my time to worry about it because once you do it, obviously you've it's a Schrodinger's cat situation where, where if I don't get tested, I don't have to know whether or not I have anything. But once I get tested, you might open the box and that cat's dead. And in this, but in this case, and I got my results quite fast. uh, I am, I am COVID free. I think I'm actually invincible. So, uh, Man, I wish I hadn't promised not to go to restaurants. I could be going to so many restaurants now, you guys. I'm invincible. Uh, So, But that's... It's stupid, but I think when all this is over, I feel like that was an important rite of passage to get tested. Like, that'll be a thing. Like, were you really even in the pandemic if you didn't get tested? I mean, obviously, yes, you were. That's stupid. But it feels... I don't know. It feels like a... It feels like watching the Challenger on television. <laughs> well, that's bad. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. That I don't like the way that sounded. I'm leaving it in, though. So the point is, I am. I'm still sick, just not with that. So, so it'll be okay, I guess. Uh, the other big news is I I finally got that book I keep talking about about. Uh, the book about how to podcast better And it turns out most people thought I was doing a bit And there was no such book But I assure you, it's a book I have it in my hands Not at this moment, it's next to me right now I'm gesturing with my hands as I speak I don't know why you can't see me I also don't gesture a lot in person So I don't know, also when I talk into a microphone I tend to close my eyes It's It's weird and I do it on on like Skype or Facetime, and it's it's off-putting. It's one of the many many things about me that's off-putting. But the point is, I have the I have a podcast book. I I, I need to read it. Uh, this has been this has been the last week of the month, which is really busy for me at work, so I don't have a lot of of uh, free time. But now I'm going to settle in. Uh, I just have to hope they don't really, really, like, lean into uh, emphasizing that you need to have, like, a, a a premise for your podcast, and a nice voice that people would want to listen to, and you know, like a personality because I can only do so much for the show, guys I'm paying to host the show now, by the way when I say host this show, it makes it sound like I'm paying myself to speak but uh uh the my hosting site only has a certain amount of memory and once you get past past uh, a fairly small number of episodes you have to pay so i i paid for a year of hosting space so you're stuck with me for a while i guess and now this i really need to it really needs to pay off this is it's money coming out of my pocket so i don't know spread the word tell people the Tell people to listen to this podcast that'll get good next week after I've read the book. Or I'll give up depending on what the what the book says. It's possible they that that uh, I will recognize myself in the stories of broken, failed podcasters. <laughs> I, I I almost named somebody specifically, but that would be mean and also. Like literally every podcast is more successful than mine so somebody who just quit doing it after a couple years is not a not a figure to mock from my perspective. Um, but I got the book so that's exciting. The other thing I did this week was I got a Costco membership. Uh, well my mother got a Costco membership and she put me on it and that's uh that's. Exciting. Uh, I don't have a lot of use to buy bulk food because I'm I'm just one man. I can't eat. I can't eat in bulk. But it's a big weird store where sometimes things are cheap and sometimes they're not nearly as cheap as you, as you, uh, as you'd hope they'd be. But the the like the big selling point, and it's obviously not really going to be super useful until things get to normal, but the uh, the Costco food court, where you can still get a hot dog and a drink for $1.50, it is, it's like a trip back in time. Uh, again, I really need the world to get back to normal, so I can really just sort of settle in there and yeah, eat a $2 lunch and just... The problem with Costco right now, obviously, is it's a very busy, it's very busy. People love Costco and there are signs everywhere telling you to keep the, keep the six feet social distancing, but that's not possible there. At any given point, there are 90 people within six feet of you. It's terrifying. So I'll have to, a lot of this membership is going to get burned off on me being afraid to go. Um... But once I can get in there, I don't know. Maybe I'll buy a big TV for $300. Who knows? There's a lot of possibilities. Uh, They do have... My favorite thing about the Costco, besides cheap lunch, is you can get coffins there. And they have like a a wall of coffin samples, which is very... (laughs) It's it's weird, and it's a weird thing to be confronted with when you're buying three hundred cans of Coke Zero. But maybe the weirdest thing is all of the coffins have names, and most of them are sort of respectful, highfalutin names like uh, you know, like the 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 Rose Serenity or something like that. And there, and I promise you, I'm not making this up. I have a brochure. One of the coffin styles at Costco is called the Brian. <laughs> <coughs> see I know that was a normal cough because I tested negative <laughs> that, that is that is maybe the funniest possible name for a brand of coffin <laughs> the, the Brian so that's that's what I want to be buried in I want to be buried in a in a coffin that's named after a man uh <laughs> possibly Brian Williams uh, I forgot what I was going to say next, and I want to take a drink, so let's pause for a commercial. Look, you probably already know who my sponsor is this week, if you've paid any attention over the last, this is episode 11. Uh, and it's not like I wouldn't be willing to take on additional sponsors. Uh, uh, noted ball-trimming uh, organization Manscaped follows me on Twitter, which is weird. And they started following me before I, I went and went on mic and, uh, talked about my, my, <laughs> talked about my groin waxing. So I think they're, I think they're ready to deal, frankly. Uh, so yeah, Manscaped hit me. It's a, it's a small audience uh, none of whom want to be thinking about my groin, but I'll I'll do an ad. I've I've heard your ads on other your ads on other podcasts. It's I make a bunch of of, of testes jokes. I feel like I'm being doing a little blue this week. That's I should watch that. I need to be classier, especially when I talk about our a, a real sponsor, uh, teasedbysummer.com which is, is the website, but it, it's it's just Teased by Summer. It's not they don't. It's not like Pets.com where that's part of the name because we saw how successful that was with Pets.com, am I right? Nobody remembers Pets.com. They had a sock puppet. He ripped off Triumph. There's a lot going on, guys. Uh, here, here's the deal. TeasedbySummer.com is obviously the best place on the entire internet to get a uh, uh, comedy T-shirts based on your favorite uh, favorite TV shows and podcast. I mean, especially if your favorite TV show is "I Think You Should Leave," and and honestly, why wouldn't it be? I mean, it's realistically it's that or like "Better Call Saul." Those are the two options. Uh, got a bunch of 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 great designs. Uh, I've, I've spent so many weeks now telling you how how good uh, how good these shirts are and I'm, I'm I'm not kidding they're great. I like looking at them. They make me they're a source of comfort for me when my anxiety is bad. Uh, I feel like I phrase that weird, but I'm just gonna plow ahead. I don't feel like editing tonight. Uh, there there are certain things that just sort of of make me feel feel nice and positive uh especially in these days when my nerves have been jangled and i came off a covet scare uh and and one of them is is the delightful a delightful who am i it's, it, these shirts are great tease by summer they're great i like i like looking at these designs i like wearing the shirts they make me feel good also uh. Um, Blech. I'm making a lot of sounds. Not a lot's coming out. Look, we're trying real hard. My point is, Summer, of Teas by Summer fame, I have to say the name of, of the website 30 times per episode or else I get fined. Uh, we have an agreement that one of us needs to get successful. And if you're listening to this, you know it's not going to be me. Uh, this is as good as it's going to get. So that's... That puts that puts a lot of pressure on her, and the best place to start is obviously with this uh, with her her great art and her her high quality shirts. So, look, you'd be doing me a favor. Put aside that you get get a get a really nicely designed shirt that will look cool, and people will people will compliment you. You're not going to wear one of these shirts and not hear from people. I am weird and off-putting. And every time I wear one of those shirts out, somebody says something. I'm not exaggerating either. People like them. They're good looking shirts. You'll be more, you'll be more popular. That's a promise. Uh, But my point is, my original point is, it's not going to be me who's successful. So that's, that's really putting a lot of pressure on her. So let's, uh, Let's, let's hit up com. buy some t-shirts. I know in most of the country it's too cold to wear t-shirts right now, but you know what? Layering. You put on a t-shirt under, a, under an open flannel shirt, you look cool. You can tell when I went to high school because to me that's the epitome of cool. But they're, they're great. Uh, you know, buy a present for yourself for when the, when the thaw comes. And, you know, the important thing is, well, the important thing is you buy a lot of shirts. Second most important thing is you go to, go to the website, go to the Etsy store, and, and click that heart. and be an, Become an admirer, which is overly familiar, frankly, for, uh, for a t-shirt customer. <laughs> you're not just liking it, you're an admirer. Uh, but get, getting more more admirers uh, helps with the, the the mythical algorithm. So uh, her stuff is more likely to appear on on the launch page when you go to the site, and that we can agree would be good for everybody. I don't want to see you know people who do pencil drawings of your dead pet. No, I want to see this. I want to see this cool. That's a chunky shirt, which as discussed multiple times is my actual favorite shirt. So, be cool. Go to teesbysummer.com, buy some shirts, take the pressure off me to be successful, and I'll just keep flailing around on a on a mid to low quality podcast. Thanks. And if you know what, if you buy something, tell me about it either on Twitter or or on whatever social medias. we'll talk about that at the end of the show. I want you to to report back. I want you to tell me what you bought. I want you to to send a picture holding your purchase and giving me a thumbs up. I'm asking a lot of you, but I think you'll agree it's worth it. Teasebysummer.com for America. Okay, it's time to dork this up a little. I want to talk about a video game I've been playing. Uh, That click you heard was the sound of... of, uh, of regular listener Brad turning it off and composing a text message where he tells me to stop talking about dork stuff. Uh, but I think I'm not going to get get super into the weeds on this. But it's a it's it's a it's a weird game, and it's called Hitman Three. First off, not the third Hitman game. I think it's the seventh. Uh, but in video games, you just get to occasionally. Start renumbering your series. Um, it's also this video game franchise has spawned two movies. One came out in I believe two thousand seven and starred Timothy Oliphant. It was not good. I remember seeing it, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Timothy Oliphant. so obviously I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what? What if somebody made a Timothy Olafan fan page called Olifans? And it was set up like an it, it was designed like an OnlyFans page. <laughs> Olifans. That, that's a good idea. I might do that. I don't know how to do that, but I want to. Olifans. You know he's selling foot pics. Uh and then there was a, a re- reboot of the failed movie in just a couple of years ago that starred Rupert Friend, who is a person, and I cannot connect him with anything. Uh, the wild thing about that second movie is not only was it... They just went, eh, this movie bombed, let's, I don't know, let's let's reboot it. Video game movies are obviously money in the bank, <clears throat> but... It's, it's the same screenwriter as the first Hitman movie. So this guy who's, I don't want to look up his name now. I looked it up yesterday. I think it's Skip Wells. <laughs> he, he made a Hitman movie. They went, well, that flopped. We have to reboot it. Let's bring in the guy who made it the first time. <laughs> that, that dude's passionate. And if you look at his IMDb, he's made he's written like eight movies, and two of them are Hitman. <laughs> Uh, but as, as for the, the games, uh, I played the older ones, I think 2002. So it's been an 18-year break in my Hitman playing. But the premise is that you are a Hitman whose name is Agent 47, and he is bald and has a barcode tattooed on the back of his head, which seems like a real liability for a Hitman who is trying to do his work unnoticed because at some point somebody's <laughs> going to ask, did he have any identifying marks? Yeah, yeah. you know what? And a barcode on the back of his head like a damn can of beans. That narrows it down so fast. But the the, the premise of the game is, well, you're a hitman and each, each level you're carrying out an assassination contract and there's You can use things in the environment and just use different approaches. It's not like a linear thing. You know, it'll be somebody at a mansion and you can kind of sneak around. You can knock people out and take their clothes so you look like a housekeeper or something. And it gives you a lot of different ways. And unlike a lot of games that I find fun, you won't really get anywhere just by opening fire on everything. Because that's that's not what they they want you to do they want you to sort of plan this and as the technology is getting better these games are getting more elaborate and this so they they relaunched it a couple of years ago and i i played like a little bit of the the first game and there was a free demo level or something and it was it was very fun it was it would encourage you to start again and you know kill the guy on the yacht a different way all right, well, this time I'll put some poison in his rum and sit and wait or this time I'll sneak into his yacht hole and garret him, you know there's so many and uh, so the new one came out and obviously, you know, what else am I gonna do? I need something. So I I got Hitman 3 and it is the most I have ever enjoyed a game that I'm terrible at. It has been a week. I don't really play games during the week, you know, because of of work and because they can be such a time sink. So I haven't put in a huge amount of time. But I I can't get past the first level, and I don't care. It's, you you have to kill two of the richest people in the world at one of those super uh, super tall Dubai hotels, and there's so like the world is so rendered there's you know there's maybe eight or ten completed floors of this of this hotel that you have to play around in and there's so many there's so many things happening that you could use to your advantage and the thing that's kind of cool for for dummies like me is if there's a an event that could be useful to you it doesn't happen unless you're present it's not like you have to be in a certain place at a certain time in order to see a guy get yelled at, and then you realize he's a disgruntled former employee and he could be useful. You know, some a lot of newer games, that stuff sort of happens on a, a timer, whether you're there or not. This, is, this whole game is set up to for you to be able to achieve your goal. But to also achieve it in a in a variety of ways, depending on what's most fun for you. And I cannot achieve my goals. I I have I end up wandering, just wandering around the hotel. Uh, I will knock out people and hide them in lockers and take their uniforms so I can hide different places. Uh, I've knocked out so many people, they've I've started running out of places to put them, and I had to double up. Uh. <laughs> it's just, just so many unconscious people in the lockers, and, you know, I'll I'll find all these, these things that are clearly being set up to be useful to me, like I had I walked by while somebody was explaining, well, we only have one fuse left. If this one goes out, the conference is canceled. Uh, clearly, I have to do something with the fuse, but, I don't know how canceling the conference helps me murder anybody. Uh, I learned how to drop a chandelier on the speaker at the conference, which was very fun, but neither of my targets were there. They were up in the penthouse. Uh, so I, I I, just sort of wander around and sort of find the ways the world works and, and take these hints as to things that might be good to do, but fail to apply them in any useful way. My My Agent 47 is just really fascinated by by the world around him and occasionally uh, occasionally steps in the wrong room and has to just start shooting people and it never goes well I'm a, I'm a hitman who's averse to murder unless somebody spooks me and then it's all over or when I pressed the wrong button and strangled a lady who was looking at a painting <laughs> that I, I didn't feel good about that And everybody says it's, you know, there's so many options. It's so easy. I can't, I can figure out how to do a bunch of things. I can't apply them towards my, my, my goal of, of contract murder. I actually got one of my targets to have a meeting with me in a conference room where he offered, he tried to sell me on murdering different people. Because I was in disguise as a different hitman, because I had an eye patch on. Never mind that I was still a bald man with barcode on the back of my head. the The logic of it is is bizarre, but you know the the controls are really good, so it's it's fun to play. And there's enough stuff you can do, uh, which in my case often ends up uh, accidentally panicking and shooting maintenance people square in the head. Uh, still. This game just keeps jumping in to say to to recommend things I could do like, hey, if you steal a staff uniform, you have access to uh, you have access to different areas. I'm like, great. Can I have access to the area where my targets are because I ain't seen them yet. It's it's very fun and I'm terrible at it. And. I heard today that there's a knives out level where you actually have to solve a murder mystery because the person you've been contracted to kill faked their death. And that sounds really fun. And I know I'll be bad at that also. Um, I will probably just end up end up accidentally shooting everybody. Uh, or, oh, I figured I had managed to electrocute somebody, but it, again, it was not one of my targets. So I was very proud that I worked out this very simple puzzle that they make abundantly clear to you what you need to do. And this game is so frustrated with me. It's giving me all It's me all the truth. It's, it's the poster for that snowman movie. Mr. Police, I gave you all the clues. You could have saved her. Except it's in reverse where they're giving me all the clues and I could have killed this guy who's a war prophet here and hangs out on the balcony of the 180th floor of this high-rise hotel so in theory it should be very easy for me to just just punt him over the edge and instead i i end up on a helipad where where i have to quickly steal a mechanic's uniform and then somebody finds a naked mechanic and they know something's up what I'm saying is, if you like, if you if if you like video games, Hitman Three is very fun. Uh, I assume it's possible to progress past the first level. In fact, I'm told it's surprisingly easy because of the way the game holds your hand, and I can't figure it out. I don't know if I'm just getting dumber or if this is beyond me. But I'm having so much fun just wandering around this hotel, and seeing which doors go where. And learning that I could drown somebody in a toilet if I have to, even though I can't get my targets anywhere near a toilet. But holy smokes, that that guy I slipped the rat poison to who runs into the the, toil- into the bathroom to throw up, I can, I can drown him in the toilet. It doesn't achieve anything. It's of no use to me. I'm bad at this game is what I'm saying, but it's still got two thumbs up from EJ. That's how I'm going to review video games is with a thumb scale. Uh, I think I'll use something different for movies because I don't want the late Siskel and Ebert to haunt me. Guys, I think that's about it. I talked about a video game for a while. I don't have COVID. I have a Costco membership. Look, everything's, everything's coming up EJ. Uh, again, I am still mysteriously ill, but not with the bad things. So, look, I'll soldier through. Um, you can email me at fedtalks at com. Uh, I don't know why you would need to do that, but if you have something to say, give me something to talk about next week. I can't buy another video game this week. It costs too much money. Uh, you can also Twitter me at EJFedis. Um, I'm staying off Twitter as much as I can Because it's a real anxiety source for me But if you if you tweet at me I will see it and probably respond Or if I don't understand it I'll at least like it um, in Instagram EJ underscore fetus. Uh, I do post some funny things there sometimes But I don't recommend you follow me Because I won't interact with you Uh Mostly, I won't interact with anybody really. I'm I'm bad at social media. Another reason why why I'm not the one who's going to be successful, and I know I'm now uh, uh, referencing the ad in the body of the show, which I feel like breaks some sort of of rule. Probably because most professionals record the ad separately instead of just hitting pause to take a drink and then unpausing. But that all changes next week when I've. Read in my podcast book, and I'm going to do a good job. And maybe this show will have a theme. It'll be about something next week. I don't know what that'll be yet, but it's gonna it's gonna have a theme that we're gonna stick with. This might become a recap podcast. Maybe I'll just rewatch old episodes of. I can't think of the name of a single TV show. This is embarrassing. Guys, the one thing I'm good at in the world is knowing the names of actors. And for three days, I have not been able to remember the name of the woman on The Walking Dead who I think is pretty. I am horrified at what I've become, and I refuse to look it up. I will not look it up. I need to remember. That's the only way I'll learn. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm getting progressively dumber for unknown reasons. So. Probably no show next week because I won't know how how a microphone works. I'll just keep running my head into it or or trying to eat it or it's going to go badly, is what I'm saying. But hey, hope you hope you had fun. Uh, this is going to be a much more professional operation next week, uh, possibly with a better host. That might be the advice of the book, and I will just have to cede control over to uh, somebody. Who is likable and nice to listen to, which would be good for, which is a win-win, frankly, a win-win-win. Everybody wins. The new host, you guys, me, we, we all win. Hope you guys had a good week. Hope you have a hope you have a good week also. The week before and the week after this podcast better be super tight. I'll talk to you next week. Email me and tell me what I should talk about because I'm not going to get a COVID test every week. And I already said I can't afford another video game for a while. So, look, we're just going to be sitting and staring at each other next week unless you you shoot me a topic. I should have ended several seconds ago and I just paused. I keep thinking I'll come up with a, a button or a nice way to end. I don't have anything. I'm starting to panic. The longer I go, the more I I need to deliver. I got nothing. Bye.